Welcome to Believe Right, the weekly radio ministry of Apostle Joe Perosic and Pastor Rena Perosic, originating from MFC Ministries in Morgantown, West Virginia, USA. Thank you for joining us as we look into the anointed Word of God and learn how it applies to our lives today. Jesus is alive and is healing, blessing, delivering, and changing lives all through placing faith in Him, taking in God's Word, and beginning to believe right for all areas of our lives. Now, here's this week's broadcast. You just can't talk any way and get a promise. You have to control your tongue because it, it sets on fire a world of iniquity. It's, it's the starter for your life. You have them starters, them, big, them old Zippos had Flint in them. You know, you Zippo, you, I'm retro, I'm retro today. So it's all retro examples. I might go back a little further too, I don't know. Sticks, a little bit. I never did that successfully. I never did. How about if you start a fire with sticks? I never could get it done. I'm not alone. Look at everybody. No hands went up. That's great. Rubbing that thing, hoping it lights. Praise God. I, don't, I just need some starter, don't you? Well, that's your tongue. You might have been had to talk to that thing. Might have started better if you talked to it than it did. Your tongue is the catalyst for your life. It's a catalyst for your health. It's a catalyst for your weight. It's a catalyst for your money. It's a catalyst for everything is this. The tongue. The tongue. People say, I'm believing God. Got no money. It's over. Done. You just negated your faith. Because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks so you have unbelief in your heart. Yet the Bible says if you believe with your heart, you just negated. And see, if you didn't want to challenge yourself, you'd go, well, then people preach faith crazy. No, they're not. They're working on their tongue. Amen. Well, it's broke. They, they didn't say it's broke. Brother, Brother Copeland, I'm retro, man. Today, I cannot get over what the Holy Ghost is doing today. I think it was Wigglesworth, or it might not have been. It might have been another old guy that was a faith guy. He dropped his watch, his pocket watch, and it shattered all over the ground. He picked the watch up, put it on his, all in his hand, and said, Father, this is relational. That ought not be so. Fine. Put it in his pocket. Worked fine. All the pieces were back together. I believe your relationship is what produces your life. Your relationship with Jesus Okay, John 15, 1 through 5. Uh-oh, nobody's back here. I'll, I'll do it in mine. <laughs> it's okay. I like these paper Bibles. They don't do that. <laughs> Amen. How many still use a paper Bible? Hallelujah. I love paper Bibles. Amen. The grid can go down. Everything could not work. Battery can go dead. Can't go dead. In Jesus' name. I am the vine, and my father is the husbandman. Every branch that is, bears fruit he takes, excuse me, every branch that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he purges that it may produce more fruit. Now, here's, here's where your cleanliness comes from your life. Think about this. You are clean through the word which I have spoken to you. If you don't read your Bible, you're going to have a hard time stopping the sin, cyclical sin in your life. Because the word is what washes you up. Whether it's heard 
read, CD'd, iPod'd, iPhone, Android, whatever, app, whatever you got to do to hear it will wash you up. Abide in you, abide in me, and I in you, as a branch cannot bear fruit of itself. Oh my, except that abide in mine, no more, no more can you expect to abide in me. The fruit in your life tells me what you're connected to. I just never say it. You know, I say, I'd love to say, I say this once in a while when I get desperate, when people are in trouble. I go, who you been talking to? I just come around and say, who have you been listening to? Because you're not quoting what I know. You're not quoting what we teach. Who have you been, who stuck that in your head? Was you talking to the serpent? That's what you want. Was you talking to the devil, the serpent? Could he be, who beguiled you? Take heed what you hear. With what measure you listen to it, 30, 60, or 100 fold, it'll be measured unto you. Okay, you, you, this will rearrange every relationship you've got. It'll rearrange your hairdresser. You have to, some of you might have to find a new hairdresser because you can't stop talking to them when you're there. If you could cut it off, you know. I had a dentist, he talked all the time, but I, I couldn't say nothing back. <laughs> Probably the best thing that ever happened to me was I couldn't say anything. <laughs> Amen. Now, we, you know, you guys know this. We just had some limbs cut over here, power lines around this property. And they died in a couple days. They're brown. You can burn them already. That guy come with that truck. They was dead. The next couple days, they just limped. Now, they're still there. But they don't do anything. We can all go out and look at them. They're all on that hillside over there. They're all there, but they don't produce anything. It's the same way for us. We're still there, but we don't produce anything. No fruit. Now, you know what Jesus did when, when he walked by one thing that wasn't producing fruit? Uh-oh. Cursed that thing. There's even a, a story where the disciples said, hey, can we dig around a tree a little more and fertilize it and give it another shot? Aren't you glad for a praying person in your life that says, God, let's give it another go. Let's love them. Let's try it again. Lord, I'm willing to invest. Moses did that all the time with unbelieving Israelites in the desert. Amen. So there's no mistake. Just like the garden, you will surely die. When you disconnect, you will surely die. It might look like you're still living. But how many of you walked by people and thought they're the living dead? Kill you. They're like a, you get near them and you, can, you, can, you feel like you ever see them, them, them oh, now that, don't laugh at me. I'm, I don't know how God's doing this. You remember the Casper, the friendly ghost who gets sucked in a bottle? <laughs> don't ask me where this is. I'm, I'm laughing myself, so don't think I'm trying to be crazy. God's just giving me those illustrations. Sight, you get near them and it's, you get sucked right in their bottle. You feel, you feel so dead when you leave them. There's no life in them. There's enough death to suck the life out of you. You go away depleted, barely alive, and you're wondering if God's even real because nothing can feel that dead. Rearrange that relationship if you've got to keep it so you survive. If you're living in a house like that, don't throw your shoes at me, nobody. 
You start making a space for you to worship, whether they like it or not, because you're allowed at your house too. I don't know what you got to do. That might mean you got to go down near the hot water tank in the basement. I don't know. But, but you got to find a space where you can create an atmosphere so you can survive yourself. And with today's technology, the old buds will do it. You can do it anywhere if you want to. You could be laying down in glory and they could be over there and you could be in the glory of God. Having worship time. Oh, Rabbi, Rabbi, Saya, God, I worship you this morning. And, they, you, and you know, it's so funny. They'll have to listen to your out of tune voice because when you've got earbuds in, you don't sound that good. <laughs> your, your calculations are off when you've got the earbuds in. You sound like you don't know what you're doing. Your tone's off, but you're having fun. You're in the presence of God, enjoying yourself and saturating yourself in the presence, and you'll thrive. In hell, though he make my bed in hell, hallelujah, he's still with me. Praise God, do it, people, do it. Survive. Survive and thrive. They'll have to make a decision. I left them because they like God. <laughs> they made me mad, I quit because they like God so much. They start treating me better because they's hanging around God. I couldn't stand it. They have a hard time. They'll have to sit there and calculate why they're going to be mad at you. They'll say, oh, they're too good. They made me dinner, too. It makes me furious. My wife made me dinner. She's, by, she's being like Sarah. Soft answers. She's treating me too good. I'm going to have to think up something really bad to be mad about now. That's how you do it. It's the goodness of God that leads a man to repentance. Wigglesworth's wife, he was, she, she, he was so mean. He's the meanest plumber this side of England, I guess. He, put, she go, he, he go to church, he put her out all night long, let her sit on a porch in the cold. I like, nobody's ever done that to you yet, have you? Been close? She, he opens the door. She walks in, don't say nothing. Nothing. I like that for English, nothing. I can do both. It's okay. I'm glad I can do both. I can switch. She walks in, turns the stove on, asks him what he wants to eat, makes him breakfast, never says anything. Never says anything. What do you do with that? Get mad. If you do, you know you're nuts. You're setting it up to where they got to see them. See, you're creating a mirror. Listen, you're making a mirror. The Word of God is a mirror. When you look into it, you see what you really are. You're making a mirror. When you're living the gospel, you're making a mirror. You're creating, you're holding up a mirror just by being yourself. You're not doing anything. You're not trying to convict him. You're just doing the word, and the word is a mirror. <laughs> you hear me? You hear me? When you go to work, just be the mirror. What law is there against kindness, honesty, integrity? And if you get persecuted for righteousness' sake, that's when you're supposed to rejoice. You're in good company. You're starting to get up with the good company. Amen? So if you abide in him. I looked up, you know, I got to look up a word all the time. I, I love uh, my dictionary so much. It's a paper one. <laughs> the one online is translation. I got one that's like, oh, 1900s, maybe 1800s, late 1800s. And the translations are a little different than, than what they got now. But anyway, abide. Abide means to, to wait for, 
to accept without objection. But God, you don't know what they did to me. To accept what God says without objection. That's one of the steps you need to have in your life to abide. Not object to what the word says and say, but. But it's the woman thou gavest me. But it was the serpent. I always say Billy Goat's butt. But I don't want to. Apostle Joe Perosich and Pastor Rena Perosich pray that you have been blessed by this week's Believe Right broadcast. Chapter 14 and verse 6 from the book of John in God's Word tells us that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life, and that no one comes unto God the Father by any other manner than through accepting, believing, and confessing that the shed blood of Jesus has cleansed them of their sins and that He truly is the risen Savior and Lord of their life. For more on the gospel message of Jesus Christ, you can log on to our website at www.believeright.tv. There you can listen to older radio broadcasts and view our weekly television broadcast, along with finding out more about Apostle Joe Perosich, Pastor Rena Perosich, and MFC Ministries. That website address again is www.believeright.tv. If you wish to contact us for prayer or ministry information, you can call us in the U.S. at 001-304-292-7283 or write us at MFC Ministries, 300 Highland Avenue, Morgantown, West Virginia, 26505 USA. Join Apostle Joe Perosich and Pastor Rena Perosich again next week at this time here on this station for another time in God's Word, which, when applied to our lives, will enable us to believe right for every area of our lives. Have a blessed week in Jesus.